stuff. Hi, welcome to episode 58 of the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. A big thanks to the assistant, to the assistant producer, Zachy, for that stirring intro. It's episode 58 of the Good Stuff Kids Podcast, and I'm coming live to you from Good Stuff Studios. And I think I have a special guest in studio right now. Can you say hello? Can you say hi? Hi. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, What am I doing right now? What am I doing? Right I mean, I know what I'm doing. What do you think I'm doing? I mean, I know what I'm doing. What are you thinking? <laughs> Why are you I'm copying doing? me? <laughs> because you're saying that. I'm not saying that. You're saying that. This is very complicated. Can I tell you about what's going to be on the show today? Yeah. Okay. I talked to a comedian named Billy Kelly. Billy Kelly. Billy Kelly. Do you know Billy what, Kelly. Do you know what a comedian is? Poop. <laughs> no, a comedian's not poop. You think they're so funny. <laughs> What is a comedian? A comedian is someone who tells jokes. Do you like jokes? <laughs> yeah. Do you know any jokes? You have a wiggly tooth. I do not have a wiggly tooth. <laughs> I don't. Okay. <laughs> Funny joke. The lesson here is not to try to record the intro to the podcast when everyone is still awake and downstairs. Billy has his very first comedy album called My First Comedy Album that came out a couple of months ago. And it is squeaky clean family fun and squeaky clean family funny as well. I think you'll enjoy my conversation with Billy. We talk comedy, we talk music. He gave me a challenge for four plus one and I think I rose to the occasion. I think we made it happen. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Later this week, we will have a brand new episode of Good Stuff Sports that's all about mini golf. Everyone loves mini golf. How can you not? For any questions, comments, thoughts, recommendations for good stuff, Drop me a line, goodstuffpod at gmail.com for all of our old episodes, 58 and change, plus several Good Stuff Sports episodes. Go to www.goodstuffpod.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you at the end of the show. Four, 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 four plus one. Four plus one. Top four songs in my car, plus one I try to get my kids to listen to. Did I have a winner this week? Coming in at number four this week is Space Cadet from Secret Agent 23 Skidoo. What's your dream? I can tell that your mind is a movie screen. What's the scene? On that Coming in at number three is a shocking, shocking, shocking song. It's Pass the Mic by the Beastie Boys. I played the intro to this song about seven times for my daughters in the car, and they just love goodness gracious. That is definitely one of the greats of all time. And coming in at number two is The Witch Doctor. I'm not sure who the original singer of this song is. It, I think it may be Joni Bartels. And it's, you know, got the classic ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ding, ding, walla, walla, bing, bing. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor, he told me what to do. He said, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ding, ding. 
coming in at number one is Coney Island Washboard by the Roulette Sisters, a recommendation by Billy Kelly himself. I had a hard time finding this one. I tracked it down on MySpace Music. Remember MySpace? I do. Maybe you do? Maybe? It's a great song. Coney Island Washboard, she would play. You could hear her on the boardwalk every day. Soap suds all around, little bubbles on the ground. Rub a dub a dub in her little tub, all those tunes she found. Little thimbles on her fingers made the noise. She played Charleston on the laundry for the boys. Good call, Billy. That's a nice one. And our plus one this week, the one I tried to get my kids to listen to, is Recycled Air by the Postal Service. And I know you're wondering. Was it a winner? Absolutely not. Not even close. Enjoy. If you like anything that you heard on this week's countdown, except for Coney Island Washboard by the Roulette Sisters, you can find almost all of this music, except for that particular song, at Amazon, Apple, or Spotify. Support these artists and enjoy a little bit more of Recycled Air by the Postal Service. here with Billy Kelly, comedian. Welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you, Billy? I am fantastic. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It is a pleasure. Have you have you done a podcast before? Oh, I've been on a podcast or two in my day. Oh yeah? Nice. So this is a this is not an entirely new medium. That's great. No. So, I don't keep count, but it was one or two. It was one or two. I've done that, so. Perfect. Um, so how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, I've been doing stand-up, uh, strictly speaking, like getting up in front of people and just telling jokes for about five years, I guess. Uh-huh. And before that, it was always part of my uh, my musical performances. I would always, for years anyway, I would have little bits that I would perform or jokes that I would do in between certain songs to set up the next song. But oh. at some point I thought, I wonder if I could just, just do this on stage without the guitar and all that. Uh huh. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that you were a musician first. What kind of music did you do? Or do you do, I assume? Uh, I play guitar and I'm a songwriter and I've been doing uh, kids' music since 2009. And then before that, I lived in New York City and I played all over the city with kind of bar bands, kind of country, country bar bands. Uh huh. Huh, interesting. So they were so- always kind of. Uh, you know, it was always a strong uh, component on entertainment, so it was always hopefully a funny show anyway. Uh-huh. So in a way, I was doing comedy for a long time before sure. that. Oh, absolutely. So you um, you work clean. And uh, so from a comedian's perspective, what does it mean to work clean? Officially, it means no swearing and uh, no off-color stuff, however you would define that. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, you know, so depending on the clubs, because I'm friends with a lot of comedians now, and a lot of them are um, 
doing opening act slots and emceeing comedy shows, and they're asked by the club owner to work clean. Their definition of clean is very different from mine. <laughs> Actually, I, I added uh, the word squeaky to what I do. I do squeaky clean, so it's uh-huh. no no foul language, You know, no topics that would be inappropriate for even an eight-year-old uh, to be in the room and hear it. Um, and then the other things, it's like I make sure like no one... I don't make fun of anyone or anyone this particular thing. Like I don't make fun of a band because I wouldn't want somebody in the audience to think, "Oh, everybody hates this band that I like." Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So there's right, all right, these right. levels that I kind of added to it over the years, and right. that for me was just zeroing in on uh, what I wanted to do as a comedian. I thought, "Huh, I don't really feel comfortable when I'm making fun of something specific that uh, somebody." might actually enjoy <laughs> yeah well you're not going to go after the beebs right because there may be someone in the audience who loves the beebs and you don't want to alienate exactly yeah and i have nothing against the beebs personally i don't even uh, <laughs> i don't even know the guy so <laughs> uh, yeah well, i mean all i know is what i see on tv um yeah so but he's a target you know I, I hear him his name comes up a lot people do make jokes about him for some reason uh-huh. um now, I'm talking about like when I do my family comedy shows, these are my rules. I do other shows in comedy clubs, and I might take a, a swipe at a politician or something and uh-huh. make a joke like that. But uh, for the family comedy shows where there's, we're inviting people ages eight and up to sit in the room with us, uh, those are, yeah, I have a lot of rules for what I think makes it enjoyable and funny and then safe right. for the young people. Yeah. And you, you, these are rules that you have for yourself. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. These are like, like I said, working clean is just usually just means you don't swear. Like Jerry Seinfeld is a clean comedian, but uh, you know he would do a lot of jokes about marriage and um, you know, topics that uh, wouldn't necessarily. Not that he's trying to be appropriate for an eight-year-old, but right. I am. So I right, have exactly. extra rules. Exactly. You know, that's the that's the difference. Uh-huh. Um, so I just, I, I have, I just can't get it out of my head. I just, I watched your video, uh, a video of yours, um, the, uh, with the puppets and you were singing and, um, ah. and, and it's, uh, it's, I, I, that's I, still I, online. It's that's still supposed online. to be taken down. <laughs> really interesting. Okay. So anyway, um, but here's <laughs> what I'll say about it. I will say that I have not been able to stop humming it. So your, your musicality comes through, and I think that the the and we're not no spoilers here, right? But the joke it works in in the clean setting too. Um, it, it's something that my seven year old would think is like the funniest thing that's ever happened. So I, yeah. I guess my my question that comes out of that is, how do you know what works? I did that that song actually. Uh, I did that uh, just to try it out. It was an idea. Um, I had this album of, of it's by the, the music is by a guy named Bert, um, Bert Campfort and his orchestra, which uh-huh. is kind of a campy, groovy 1960s instrumental orchestra. So I was listening to that in my car, and I just made up those words to it, and I was kind of cracking myself up. <laughs> but that's actually something that I have not incorporated into these shows. Oh, okay. Be, only because I, I feel like I don't want to be that obvious. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So. You know, like that's, I think, what people expect. If it's going to be for the kids, they're going to expect some toilet humor. And uh, yeah. so I, I took it out of the show. I thought, decided I'm not going to do that because I, I like doing the, the bit. I think it's funny and people yeah. laugh when I do it. But I realized uh, I don't want to, it's just too obvious. Just like people say, yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, so, but 
but I think the essence of of knowing what's going to work for your audience, it's got to be um, it's got to be a, a little bit of a different process for you, right? So I I also I am a comedy fan. I love comedy. Um, you know, I I have some comedic heroes, and I know that they. You know, they go to places like the comedy store in LA or the comedy yeah. cellar in New York and they get up and they just work on the stuff. And yeah. I, I'm wondering, like, do you have the opportunity to do that based on the audience that you're trying to, to be in front of? No, uh, and that's actually a good thing because my goal in this is to be funny for adults as well. You know, so there's another thing when people think, oh, you're doing family comedy. What do I do? Drop the kids off and you entertain them for half an hour and I sit in the back and look at my phone and it's actually, no, you sit there too and you laugh also. Uh-huh. Uh, so there are not opportunities unless I make them to perform uh, for families. You know, So I'm working with Stephanie Mayer, she's my manager, and we're creating the opportunities. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we're booking the shows and calling up clubs and saying, hey, what, what do you think of letting families come in there maybe during uh-huh. the day or something? Uh, that being said, I do comedy several nights a week. I go out to open mics and I do a lot of shows and I MC. Uh, I have some MC gigs coming up at a comedy club. So I'm in front of adult audience all the time and then I try to uh, adhere to my self-imposed parameters of what I... Right. You know, I try to work squeaky clean even in front of... Uh, an audience of all adults, late, yeah. you know, if it was late at night and they're all drinking or whatever, I can <laughs> make them laugh. Adult sodas. We call them adult sodas here. Adult sodas. Sorry. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> no, it's great. You're allowed to say, say pretty much whatever you want. I think this, this podcast would qualify as, as squeaky clean uh, in, in your right. definition. Um, so, I, I, so it's interesting. I've, I've thought about doing stand-up comedy at points in my life, and I think a lot of other people have thought about doing stand-up comedy at points in their life. Um, yeah. what's, the, what's the hardest part? So it's a two-parter here. What's the hardest yeah. part about getting up and doing stand-up? And then what's the best part about it? Uh, first of all, if you want to do stand-up, you should totally do it. We, the world needs more laughs. So uh, anyone who says that to me, I encourage them. Yeah, get up there. It's uh, uh-huh. It's waiting for you. Uh, the hardest part is getting up there. That's the hardest part. Every, you know, you write little jokes in your head. That's what I did. I waited like a year to get on stage to do stand-up, and I was already very comfortable in front of audiences as a musician. But it's kind of terrifying. It's a very, it is actually quite a hard thing to do, at first especially, because you go up and you just, okay, I think this is funny, so I'm going to say it. But then a lot of stand-up comedy, like you said, is these people go, you know, you go to clubs as often as you can, you say a joke a certain way, mm, it didn't really hit, so I'm going to say it this way next time. I'm going to make this face when I say it. I'm going to pause on this word. I'm going to accent that word when I say it. You know, it's a, it's a very interesting process to take something, that an idea that you think is funny and then turn it into a reliably funny yeah. joke that you could do in front of an audience. And so yeah. the scary thing is to go up there the first time because it's completely unknown and talking in front of people is terrifying. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you that the nicest thing about it is when you get that first laugh the first time when you go up and say something and they laugh and you th- you see happy faces looking at you, which is very different. <clears throat> you know, I do, I've done so many music performances and you can't really read people's faces at a music show. They could be 
digging the song in their own way and making a mad face at you at the same time, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they could I be, like, I see people at shows and like, boy, that guy hates me. And then after he'll come up and say, hey, man, your music really took me back to high school and gave me a lot of good memories. Or whatever. Uh, a comedy show, they're just smiling at you, hopefully. Um, and that's the nicest thing about it when you're up there and you think, oh, cool, that worked. Now I have another chance with these people to do the next one. Um, and the terrifying thing for people is, well, what if they don't laugh? And honestly, nothing happens. You just, they don't laugh and then you're fine <laughs> and you just continue your life. Um, right. Right. So then you just say something else and hope they laugh at that. And if they don't, you say, all right, I got to tighten that up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know? right. But you yeah. should do it. And I, anyone listening, uh, yeah. if you think you want to get up there, it's, it's out there. You know, it's not hard to find sure. an open mic and just sign up and there's a, people ask me like, oh, I want to, how much do I need to start out? How many minutes do I need? Right. You could do one minute. You could tell one joke. Go up and say, I just wanted to get my feet wet. Here's my joke. And, uh-huh. um, but it, yeah, it's a, it's a scary thing, but I encourage people to do it because it's very rewarding in a dumb kind of way. I mean, you're just doing something stupid. I'm just going to go to a room full of strangers and try to make <laughs> try to make an involuntary right. reaction right. to words. That's kind of <laughs> silly. Yeah. But, I think you just broke it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. I'll say things and then hopefully they'll go, ha, 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 ha. Right. Right. Wow. That's so great. Yeah. Um, that's really, yeah. really great. Um, so when you're writing a joke, how, how long yeah. are you like, when are you totally comfortable with it where you're like, this is a finished product or does that ever actually happen with, with comedy? Like where, you, where it's finished right when you write it? Yeah. You're it? like, this is, this is done. Like <clears throat> final draft. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't sit down to write, though. I don't say, like, you know, crack my knuckles and say, now to write some comedy. I know uh-huh. people do that. I kind of keep my uh, my ears open, keep the antenna out in my day-to-day life for little things that I say spontaneously to people that make them laugh. That's the thing. You can't go up and do somebody else's jokes. You can't go up and right. just tell a joke that you heard. You have to go up there and say, this is what I think is funny. This is what people like stand-up for. Here's a new person. What is their take on, on life, right? So I just listen myself to things I naturally say. Uh, some, if I say something spontaneously and somebody laughs, then I just write it down. Uh-huh. So like one of the jokes on my album, I was at the, this is just a true thing that I actually said, I was buying a dozen eggs mm-hmm. and the cashier said, do you want anything else with that? And I said, yes, do you have the instructions for these? Because last time only two of them hatched. <laughs> And one was a turtle. So I, I think I sat on him too long. I don't know. And she laughed, you know, and she kind of looked yeah. at me like I was crazy. And she was right. like, all right, that's not really part of my job to have to deal with this. But I don't, I was not done with malicious intent. It was just something I said. It just came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it just funny. came out. So I yeah. do that a lot. And that's kind of how I go through life yeah. anyway. And I learned that from my dad is like that. He'll just, just try to get a laugh out of people as yeah. you go along during your day. So for me, I take that, and if they laugh at it, then I, I revisit it. And then you have to say, okay, they laughed, but I, I caught them by surprise, and there was context. She knows she's a cashier. Uh-huh. She knows that I the eggs are there. It's, you know, so how do I make sure I explain this enough so people understand the basic? And that's a simple joke to, to, to do. But sometimes you, know, sometimes you make your friends laugh over something in a, in a deep conversation, and you think... All right, that I can't just go up and tell the whole story of how right. I'm talking to my friend, <laughs> but that joke. So that's where that's where I find writing. That's where I'll sit down and write. Um, and I just write on my. I have a desk just filled with scraps of paper that I go through and and pull something out and try to work on it. And I also I'm at my computer now. I have um, 
I'll open this. I write in an email file. Uh-huh. Find it here. Um, I was just reading yesterday. There's a bunch of jokes that I actually wanted to do. Um, here it is. All right. So, uh, so some of these are just a little. Uh, do you have time for this? Oh, a hundred percent. This is great. Um, so I have like a note in here. It just, here's one note that's been on my um, in this email and it was on my desk forever. It just says buy a block, right? So I was thinking nobody like when you buy, when you're a kid, you go to the toy store, you buy blocks, right? You uh-huh. buy a bunch of blocks. Nobody buys one to just see. Like, well, let me get a block and I'll start <laughs> off and I'll see. Mm, I like it. Yeah, I'll get another. Let me get two blocks. You know, so that's yeah. that's literally all I have is that note on that part right. of the block. Right. Um, well, there's there's so many. Like, that's awesome. So many ways you can go with it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, and I keep those and I file them under like that. Totally works for a family thing, but that's you, I could do that as a lone joke. But I feel like that that to me takes me to like all right, toy stores. Let me maybe think about toy stores, and so I would use something like that as a starting point. Um, so I have a lot of dumb things in here that. Yeah, or just little. Uh, I mean, the female. I I just printed out. I think it's twelve pages long. Of oh wow! And a lot of them are just like, it's just a few words like that. Um, like the, this isn't even a joke. It just I wrote when you take a drink of something, and you think you could drink the last, the last of it in one gulp, but you actually can't. You know how you do that sometimes? Like oh, I think I could get this all in my mouth, and then yeah. it doesn't fit. So I yeah. just wrote that down. Like that's funny. I wonder what could be said about that. I have no yeah. joke for that. But. A lot of jokes about earthworms in here. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. So, so, so that's how I. Uh, that was a nice thing for me to transition into comedy because I thought, wow, I'm really trying to make people laugh all day. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is just like so much more efficient. I just get them all in one room at one time. Like, hey, uh, you're probably wondering why I asked you here today. It's just because I didn't have time to go to the supermarket and uh, walk my dog. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's let me, great. Let me do this. Yeah, that's, so, yeah, that's so, so I come great. by it honestly. You know, I mean, I, I, yeah. come, I come to it as uh, yeah. I just like making people laugh. Do you have any uh, any influences or people that you look to that are like this guy or this lady for? It, yeah, it's like totally. yeah. So who are some of those folks in your life? Um, you know, in music, it's a little easier to say like, well, I love the Beatles, right? The Beatles really influenced my songwriting. Everybody accepts that, right? So. Yeah. They say, okay, the Beatles, yeah, I get it. You write songs and there's something Beatles about it. So with comedy, it's a little tricky. You want to, you know, you need influences, but you don't want to actually sound like you're copying anyone, you know? Uh-huh. So I find that tricky. Um, so, but if people influence me. Like, I love Jerry Seinfeld. I'm just mm-hmm. a huge fan of his because I think he's, I just think he's the best at yeah. just getting to the heart of something and finding the, this little kernel in there that you saw a thousand times but you never really noticed it. So I love him. Uh, so I like his professionalism. I like how his delivery, that he's just so tight, and he really edits his work a lot to get it punchy and just, boom, maximize the laughs. So I like him. I love Ellen DeGeneres. I love how uh, her stand-up, I don't know if you've ever seen Ellen's stand-up comedy, but I call her Ellen. We're pretty close. You guys are, um, you guys are buds. <laughs> <laughs> um, she just has such a nice persona on stage. I really like that. I like yeah. how nice she seems. Yeah. And she smiles a lot, and she dresses snazzy. So that's something I look at her and think, Oh, I'd like to. I would like to come across like that somewhat. I'd like to come across as a likable, nice guy. So I like her. I love uh, Stephen Wright because he's just absurd. Uh-huh. Um, Steve Martin, I love. Those are my four main influences. Yeah. Steve Martin, Stephen Wright, Ellen, and Jerry. Yeah. Just people that I, in no way would try to copy, but I look at qualities they have and say, it would be nice if I could, uh, in some way, absorb some of that yeah. from listening. To yeah. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, so. I, I, I love I love the Ellen, the Ellen, uh, the Ellen reference there. I think she, you're, you're absolutely right. She comes across as like kind and nice and thoughtful, mm-hmm. but also like hilarious. I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, she's making yeah. you laugh the whole yeah. time. So yeah. that's a lofty goal. <laughs> yeah, that's a lofty goal, yeah. So tell me yeah. a little bit about the uh, about the record. Well, it's round and flat. Uh, it's really <laughs> thin. It has a hole in the middle, but that's supposed to be there. So <laughs> stop returning them to me. Um, it is uh, a live recording of, uh, of my actually my first ever family comedy show the first time we brought kids and adults into the room together i had maybe 70 or 80 people oh wow in this little club here in town where i live and i had done the material for about six months i had been working on the jokes and arranging them okay this joke leads into this i could talk about bird watching that takes me to new york city i do my new york city jokes. Uh-huh. um you know normal comedian stuff where you put it all together and uh, I had done i'd done the show maybe four or five times for adult audiences and kind of tightened it up to where I wanted it, and then we recorded in front of an audience of, of kids and adults, and then I did a second show with just adults. I did the exact same show, just with adults uh-huh. uh, in the audience, just to catch it twice, record it twice in case I needed to jump back and forth. So that's what we did. The recording goes, if you listen to the laughs in the album, uh, you know, sometimes it's, you can hear kids laughing, other jokes you hear only the adults. <laughs> right. right, but they're all funny, so no doubt about that. They're I don't know if they're funny. all funny. No, they're, they're not all funny. funny. In fact, uh, I hope people buy it and I hope they like it, but, you know, every... Uh, I mean, I, I do think it's funny. I wouldn't have put it out if I didn't think it was funny, but I'm improving it. You know, I'm constantly doing... When you come see me live now, I'm doing that show, but it's getting tighter and better, and I my plan is I would like to do it, you know a hundred times or something, whatever you have to do to get it. Yeah. Boom, really in the pocket. And then I'd like to uh, video, you know, shoot it live somewhere and put it out in a, its new form as a yeah. special or, or something. So that's, that's my, that's I always so have something I'm working on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's interesting that you are also a musician. Um, I, as part of my show, I do something called four plus one, which is where um, I, the, the top four kids that my, the top four kids. That doesn't make sense. But the top four songs that my kids want to listen to, like incessantly yeah. over and over. And then there's a plus one, which is, you know, one of my favorite songs that I try to get them to listen to, which often bombs. Um, but I would love <laughs> to hear from you. Uh, what would what would be your plus one? What would be the song that you would want to be uh, included in the countdown as per your recommendation? To play for your kids. And this could be by anyone? Could be by anyone. Yes. All right. Um, I am going to go with, uh, if you can find it, a great old song. Now I covered it on my one of my albums, but don't don't take my version. You gotta <laughs> okay. go find this. I don't even know who did it, but okay. there's a song called Coney Island Washboard. Do you know this song? I do not know this song. Okay. Yes, yeah, so this is something my my grandfather just used to hum or sing a little bit here and there. I think he would play it on the piano now and then, and it's just about a woman or girl who. Uh, plays the washboard on down at Coney Island. She's on the boardwalk and she, she's doing laundry, but she's playing music at the same time on the washboard. Uh-huh. And it's just a really kooky, fun little song. Uh, kind of a, it is, it's a ragtime song. And I think uh, there's a version by a band called the Roulette Sisters. Okay. I'm going to throw that into the ring. If that's uh, so look up the Roulette Sisters, Coney Island washboard. It's great. And it's, uh, it's super catchy and it's got this great chord progression in it. And, I love it. I love it. I think it's nice. a really cool song. I always think Dan Zane should do it. Oh, yeah? 
Nice. It's got that kind of vibe, huh? In fact, I told him that. He didn't say anything, but I wrote him an email and said, Dear Mr. Zanes, I think you should record this song. So, and he, if, you, if you talk to him, tell him about it. I will, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Billy, how can we find you, follow you, all of those kinds of things? Yeah, well, I have a website, thebillykellyshow.com. Uh-huh. And from there, you know, there's links to my Facebook uh, comedy page <clears throat> and uh, my Twitter. I have a Twitter uh-huh. that I just post kind of dumb little... I try jokes out on Twitter. Uh-huh. I just, I'll post a joke, and if no one likes it, then I take it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So it's, about, it's, I don't it's know, the, the, world, the world is your editing bay. That's great. Yeah, as it yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you know, well, it shares to my Facebook, so I'll, I go by the Facebook likes. Like, if I get 100 uh-huh. likes on a joke, then I think, all right, that's a keeper. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's great. Wow. Okay, cool. So the album is out. We can find it in all of the ways that we find albums. and. Bing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the BillyKellyShow.com. Um, Billy, it was really awesome to talk to you and wish you like the best of luck as you move through it. Thanks, I think thanks, uh, really, really fun to talk to you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And happy holidays to you and all your listeners and your kids and anyone uh, you bump into in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> but no one else. That's where I draw That's the it. line. That is it. Yeah. 11 <laughs> minutes, you're out. No, for everyone. <laughs> and, uh, and and same to you, I think. Yeah. All right. Happy holidays. Thanks. Yeah. All right. All right. Take care. Take Bye. care. Bye. Huge thank you to Billy Kelly. That was really fun and funny. I'm here with Mrs. Good Stuff, whose computer is making all kinds of noises. Everyone from the Good Stuff family has made their presence felt on this particular episode. I'm not sure how it's going to work having the kids do the intro like we did tonight. Pretty chaotic. You tell me. Too much? Not enough? Just right? My guess is it's not just right. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned to the Good Stuff Kids podcast and Good Stuff Sports Feeds. We're coming at you again this week with an episode all about mini golf. Hope everyone's well. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Stuff.